Good afternoon and welcome to another podcast episode with the Urban Lily Talks Tropes. I am 40-something Ajuma and I'm joined by my daughter, Liz. Hi, it's me. I'm Liz. (laughs) And today we're going to talk about Taxi Driver Season 2. Yes, I'm very excited to talk about this. I have a lot of thoughts and a lot of opinions. Let's go. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, yes, uh, Liz is a big fan, and she's a big fangirl of E.J. Hoon. You got that right. <laughs> so I thought I'd bring her on board to have a good old chat about mm-hmm. our first impressions of the first couple of episodes that we saw on the weekend. Mm-hmm. So, Liz, yes. what are your thoughts? And what are your overall impressions Where do you think this season will go from what you've seen so far? Yes. Well, wow, I have, have, yes, I definitely have a lot of thoughts about this season. So, for starters, I was a little bit sad that they cut out the prosecutor from this. I forgot the actress's name and I feel bad. Isom. Isom, that's her name. I thought she did a good job. I wasn't aware that not a lot of people liked her in the, in the, in the show. But I am a bit of a sucker for people with opposing ideals, especially when she comes into conflict with the Rainbow Gang. Yeah, Rainbow Taxi. Rainbow Taxi Gang, yes. But I'm I'm excited. I think they wrote her out of the show in a good way, I think. I think it was a simple, one-off way, and it works. There was some acknowledgement of her at the start. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, like how they managed to pull strings to get... um, Doki into the uh, into the prison cell probably. I saw I saw mm. a few yes, I saw a I few people so. online talking about how that could have happened, and it was probably because of some strings that she pulled to help yeah. Yeah. to help with that. Uh, because the uh, head of the taxi company thanked her, mm. didn't he, over he did. a phone call, and it looks like she's headed off overseas. Yeah, to do some further study. Mm. So I guess that's how they've kind of written her out of the. But I understand that she's not actually in the original webtoon either. No, she's not. Which I think was an interesting addition, but honestly, as you've said before, probably not super necessary for the for the show. It did add yeah. some interesting dynamics. Yeah. But overall not very necessary. I, I think it was meant to create a cat and mouse game between the so called legal mm. law enforcement mm. agencies versus the Outlaws, so to speak, the vigilantes. Yes, yes, definitely. So I think that was the purpose of having her there, mm. you know, uh, to have a sort of official representative. Yeah, definitely. You know, trying to do her job and being frustrated by, by the fact that um, you know the law has limitations mm. and lawyers can find loopholes and get their clients, you know, yeah. off lightly. Which or is slap what they the did. In, which is what some lawyers have did in that show. I'm pretty sure. They managed yeah. to get off some, some lighter sentences. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So there are some very corrupt. Um, I mean, this is a typical. It's a Korean trope mm. in Korean dramas a lot where of corrupt and crooked cops. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And the law and order system, you know, has got problems. Mm. Mm. And so that's why it leaves room for people like the Rainbow Taxi Gang, mm. really, because there are people who fall through the cracks. You know, the the legal system isn't really working for everyone no, in the not. same way. All, all the people who are like, you know, downtrodden and depressed. The first, yeah. the first arc with um, Maria, was it, was really hard to watch, I think, because yeah. I've heard similar stories of this happening 
like in real life and I just it was a it was a lot what what really got me into the show to begin with was the like the vindication that I felt like after the the baddies got there you know yeah. just desserts well for those who haven't seen Taxi Driver in the first season in that first story first case that the gang took on uh, Maria was a, a lady a young woman really with disability mm. and she was exploited as were a whole bunch of other people with disabilities as well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah she was tricked basically uh, into working for this they, they side like, dishes I think yeah like fermented uh, foods yeah, that's like it company. yeah fermented foods company so they were very <laughs> oh, mistreated. I think she oh, was, was probably raped as well. That was that was also a very hard thing to stomach. I think. Yeah. But yeah. yeah but what what I think really gets people hooked into the show and really enjoy it is the fact that like these people actually have you know the bad guys get the justice served straight to them via the the handsome face of um, EJ Hood or or in this case um, was it Doki like yeah, Kim yeah. Doki? That's it. Yeah. yeah. Kim Doki. Yes. And, and his many, many <laughs> personas that he takes yeah. to... Yeah. I mean, you get that revenge. feeling. I mean, the, the point of this is that justice hasn't been done. Yeah. And so the system has let people down. Mm-hmm. And so therefore, there's room for people like that to, to come in yeah. and unfortunately have to take matters into their own hands mm. because the, the law is inadequate. Now, in the case of that Maria story that we saw in the first season... Mm. There was a corrupt cop as well. Yeah. So she actually escaped one time, I think, and managed to get away. And then the, the corrupt cop... Yeah, the crooked cop. Yeah, who was her. actually in cahoots. You know, he was in league with the, mm. the uh, owners of that factory or the... Mm. Warehouse. Warehouse, wow. yeah. So anyway, that, that was... But let's come back but, to... But it did lead to one of the coolest stunts of the, of the whole This is like, true. Season. This is true, was yeah. With the, with the, the, the car, car flipping. Oh, my goodness. It was so cool. I was like, oh, my true. jaw like dropped when I saw it for the first time. Oh man, it was yeah. really great. No, there's it's very cinematic. I mean, it is a very high quality production. Mm, you know, that's for sure. Um, the high speed car chases and you know all that sorts of action sequences. You know, sort of some great action set pieces. I think. Mm, mm-hmm. So yeah, no, definitely, it was hugely popular. You know, ratings were in a double digit. In fact. Season two has already opened to double digit ratings. Yes, I I read about that yeah. earlier. So that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, let's let's get back to um, <laughs> talking about season two. Mm-hmm. What are your impressions? Oh yes, about the right. first couple episodes. Oh, oh man, where do I begin? The first episode had me hooked. Um, when we watched it, I think it was the day after it came out. I was supposed to go out somewhere, but I was like, no, 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 I need to finish watching this first episode, all, all the episodes. And they're like an hour long each, so... Just a bit more, <laughs> I think, than an hour. Just a little bit more than an yeah. hour. But it was about yeah. like roughly two two hours like total, uh, that first arc. It was great. <laughs> I really I really liked the beginning and how you... S- I don't, are we allowed to spoil the, the, the first couple of episodes, or...? Well, let's say we will have some spoilers here. I yeah. Guess. Okay. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah, I will. Yeah. I'll make it a note on the um, the mm. notes. Yeah. So essentially, in the first arc, we have a, m- most of the gang has like split up and gone their own ways. Like the the engineers and the, the hacker girl. She's very cool. I, I'm really bad with remembering <laughs> with remembering names, unfortunately. But um, yeah, yeah, they, uh, they all they went they went was... and got yeah, yeah go on. Oh yes, go on. 
And then, I, ugh, that guy with the frizzy hair, I really didn't like his frizzy hair. I don't know why, it hasn't, it just hasn't grown on me yet. And, yeah, and well, the guy, and the yeah, dude with the bowl cut, they all went and got better jobs. Um, one was working for, like, an aerospace, like, shuttle company, but they weren't, like, happy about their jobs. They weren't, they weren't doing too hard, especially Goen. Who became like a civil servant to try and yeah? Well, she was help essentially a, a police officer. Yeah, yeah. essentially. Yeah. But yeah, she wasn't really getting much of a chance to help people because she's so limited by the the legal system that she's in. She and she feels kind of helpless. Again, I suppose that's what that's what I kind of took away from that at the very least. And the other two are just kind of they don't enjoy their jobs. Like, sure, it pays a lot of money and it gives them a lot of like cool opportunities, but they really miss working for the Rainbow Taxi quote-unquote yeah. organization. Yeah. Look, I think it's not that they... I don't think it's they don't enjoy their jobs, but I think the, the excitement... I think they miss the excitement of yeah. what they did with the Rainbow Taxi and mm. how they help people. Yes, you know? that's true. And I think they missed all of that, yeah. you know, the exhilaration of, of being on these cases mm. and, and they got, you know, a taste of it. Mm. And so maybe... In those jobs, it seems a bit bland and mm. a little bit more mundane compared to what they had been doing, mm. and they, they kind of missed the whole thing. So yeah, I just backtrack slightly. When when episode one opens, we see that Doggy is in prison. All right, so he's mm. doing some undercover oh, right. stuff. Yes. Now that part is just an introductory bit, and then it sort of goes back. It's, it does a flashback, if you like, to two years ago. You know, I guess the end of season one. Mm-hmm. And they explain there that the team had kind of disbanded. Mm-hmm. And so they're all because, doing different uh, because, things. Um, like because Mr. What Liz said Zhang, before. I think, wanted to protect them from yeah. being harmed. Like they, like what happened Well, to well from getting in trouble with the law, one. basically. Yes, that too. Essentially. Because they were really close to getting in trouble with the law. Yeah. So they went their separate ways, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Doki and Mr. Zhang just continued doing what mm-hmm. they were doing. You know. <laughs> Mr. Jung is not very good with technology, though. Yeah, like he's trying yes. his best, but obviously this 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 well, kind of. Well, I mean, that's a high level, you yeah. know, stuff which I you know for requires gone. a certain expertise. I think <laughs> yeah. that he doesn't have. Yeah, I noticed that uh, in this season, everything is you know has a much more fun start. You know, the the mm. the, the beginning of this season mm-hmm. is has that fun feeling of fun, basically. Yeah, yeah, you know, like you're going on a roller coaster ride. Oh, I, I felt I felt like weirdly nostalgic for mm-hmm. season one. I was just like, man, I want to go back and watch all the episodes again, and maybe at some point I will. But it's a very long season, and I'm also a little, a little bit busy <laughs> with other yeah. things. Yeah, no, it was it was really good to see the gang like back in action, like kicking butt, dealing justice, you know, and learning about like horrific crimes that might have been committed. <laughs> In, in in various places, this first case that, that that they deal with. So they, first of all, um, Doki and Mister Jung, the owner, mm. they're both working on their own now. They're doing their own thing mm. together. Mm-hmm. I guess Mister Jung knew that Doki would keep doing this sort of stuff. Yeah, being being the vigilante taxi driver because you know he wants to help people because mm. I guess there's a fire burning within him that you know wants yeah. to help people. I, I think I think that's his. I think that's his. Like, this is just his life now. Yeah. Like he's he's just fully absorbed it as a part of him as a person. Like he needs to help all these people. 
Yeah. Otherwise, like you know, sure. who, who else will do it? Yeah. Certainly not the the legal. Well, system. he can't he can't stand by and just let people get bullied. I guess that's yeah. essentially the thing. Yeah. But this this first case is quite interesting. Um, it takes Doggy to Vietnam. Oh yes. So that that's a bit different. We get the feeling that the stakes are getting a bit higher again. Yeah. They were, you know, I mean, with each new case, you know, the stakes were getting higher and higher. But this one, they're going, I guess, quote unquote, international. Mm. So they're trying to help this father find his son, mm. you know, who disappeared in Vietnam. Mm. You know, he, was, he was promised a job overseas and then never heard from him again. So the father was very desperate. The, the cops did, I think, whatever they could buy the book, but they just didn't seem to kind of believe him. And legally speaking, he's the son is an adult, so they he was, can't what, do 25? much. When I, I, that's how I understood from the things they said. Mm. So anyway, the doggy goes and goes undercover as usual, and then as, as does a, a as lot a of naive stuff. seeming, um, fresh out of like uni, like student yeah who's, who's excited and eager to flex his like what is it computer science degree i think they all had like what the one thing that they all had in common so engineering all the or something. some engineering computer yeah. something to do with computers at the very least but i don't know i mean not all of them knew how to code though so that's, yes that's true so i don't know what sort of well i, was, I think i, I saw engineering for... i mean the yeah. subtitle said engineering yeah but, but a lot of them had to learn how to code when they got there Mm. So anyway, it's so yeah. That there's a bit of a scam going on, yeah. something to do with uh, online gambling, etc. Yeah. And then we see the return of one of the villains from the. <gasps> oh my goodness! Very briefly. Yeah. One of the villains from, and we might see her again, from the previous season. She might well. cross. She might cross the ocean again to, <laughs> to get revenge. Well, that was that part was very funny. It was extremely funny. I mean. Funny. There was a lot of humor, especially in that second episode. Mm. Um, ah, just the, the woman's name was Rim Bokja, if I'm saying that correctly. I probably am not. Yeah. But she was, a, she was the boss of a voice fishing organization. And yeah. She was a bit of a nasty lady. But, um, yeah. but she did kind of fall in love with the uh, dogies. Persona. The persona. The, um, oh, the Chinese Wang, persona. Wang Tao Chi yeah. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, his Chinese persona. <laughs> he, was, he was very, he was like kind of a gangster, like extremely charming, extremely like... Yeah, um, overdressed. Overdressed. <laughs> he, look, he, he looks like, he looks like, like, t- like early, two, wait, no, like 2010, like Big Bang, like how they dressed or something like that. I don't know. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm. Are you too... talking about Big Bang, the the, the K-pop pop group? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, kind of, kind of like ha- how they used to dress in like their music videos. That's what it immediately reminded just, me. Of. It just reminds me of those um, American, I don't know, some of those <laughs> hip hop singers, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With with the rings and the and the flashy clothes, the flashy clothes, the and... furs, <laughs> the sunglasses. Oh, oh, I will say though, I I have I have mentioned I have said this before, but I'm. And this is mostly a joke, but I'm like I'm so certain that this entire show was made just to show EJ, like how good EJ Hoon's like acting is. Yeah, like because yeah. he's a fantastic actor. I've also seen him in Move to Heaven as well, and he did a spectacular job in that too. That show made me cry. I, I do wonder if season two is out, but that's yeah. not the point of this. <laughs> yes, but no, he is a very good actor, and he's been uh, around the block a few times already. Oh, yes. So, yeah, I, I do enjoy... I mean, I think one of the nice parts about him doing 
taxi driver is that he gets to do these different personas. Oh yes, which is a hoot, you know, every single time, especially when he does this dorky thing. <gasps> what? Yeah, in, he in, puts in, on glasses <laughs> and then he does this. You know, compared to his really kind of more stoic mm. and aloof demeanor, mm-hmm. normally, right when he's himself. <sighs> when when he played, he he kind of did a similar thing in the, in the new in the new arc um, of season two. Like what he did with the teacher, like persona, like both dorky, a little bit naive, but mm-hmm. very like nice, and yeah. like ultimately like sp- giving off the vibe that he like means well. Yeah, you know? yeah. I think I've heard some people complain about how unrealistic this show is, but <sighs> I mean, does anybody really care about that? <laughs> no, <laughs> nobody's ragging on Marvel for being unrealistic. I don't think realism. You know, it's really the criteria to to evaluate a show like this. I mean, mm, there's definitely. a lot of crazy stuff that happened even in season one. Yeah. You know, uh, speaking of car chases and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. But there's a very funny moment where Dogi is, you know, sort of driving in the nighttime in a Vietnamese taxi, <laughs> and then he he finds the other two guys. You know, the two mecha- oh, yes. uh, mechanics or engineers. Well, there's, there's a story of how he got the taxi first to begin with in Vietnam. Yeah, but, uh, yeah that was funny too. That yes. whole, I mean, that whole sequence when he was in Vietnam, did he escape from his prison, mm. his quote-unquote prison, where mm. he was being kept a prisoner. That was very funny. He yeah. got out of the uh, facility that they all kept in. And I then, mean, he got out of it so easily. The, yeah. the, the, main, the main problem was like... Well, yeah. Getting, but he has military uh, training, so it's kind true. of like, you know... Look, it's like all these action shows. Uh, there's always that little bit of suspension of disbelief that's mm. required. Yeah. My my suspense was... Um, my Sorry, my disbelief was suspended. Yeah. Uh, I didn't have problems with it, I just thought it was a blast. Oh, absolutely. And I just laughed my head off, especially when, you know, Doki was doing his Chinese persona... Oh yeah, he did to... it again to manipulate to, yeah, to use yeah. her again. Yeah, oh, that's the poor right. Woman. So he made use oh. of that poor woman again. But anyway, I don't have too much sympathy. No, for her. neither do I. Mean, I. She's, a, she's a crook. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> she's like as crook as they as they come. Yeah. There's so many. There's all these gangsters. All these Korean gangsters lurking about in Vietnam. Somewhere, so. Well, I wouldn't doubt if that wasn't actually a thing that was happening. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, they set up shop somewhere in Vietnam, and mm. and really. It's essentially human trafficking, involved in human trafficking. Mm. Yeah. So that that's quite sad for some of the youngsters that went over there and they were yeah. taken advantage of. You know, they were promised a job mm. and they went over there. Whoa, it's just, you know, imprisonment. Yeah. And then um, they were sort of disposed of, really. Yeah. Yeah. Which is really very sad. So, and they were all like adults, too. So nobody was looking for, for them, which made it even sadder. Yeah. <sighs> and it was just like, ugh. I do. I do wonder how many young men were victims of this, of yeah. this whole like scam. Yeah. And, and it's a thing that has happened in real life too. You did some research on it and found out that there was a something similar to that that happened in like, yeah, Vietnam it happens, too. It happens a lot in Southeast it's, Asia. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's, it's sex just, trafficking, all yeah, that sort yeah. of stuff. There was yeah. um, yeah, I heard I heard a case like ages ago of a woman from the Philippines who was promised a job in America, but it was a ruse for, like, sex trafficking. And it was really horrible, but she did manage to escape in the end. Yeah. Um, she got the help of a, an American man. She, she says that her English at that point was not very good, so she was, like, trying to muster up what little English she had to, like, get help. 
And it was, it was just a horrendous story, but I'm very happy that she managed to escape. So what do you think is going to happen, just based on the last few minutes? Oh, of, of the arc? At the completion of the arc, oh, something right. happened, and yeah. uh, we won't say what, but yeah. what do you think is going to happen? Ooh, what, I think, what is I think that foreshadowing, a, you think? I think there's a bigger conspiracy going on. Like, kind of with the, with the whole, like, at the end of season one... There was like that whole conspiracy with like the organ trafficking mm-hmm. thing and um and that and that uh like mafia esque woman who was like selling people's like organs oh, and okay. stuff. Right, right. I think I think there's gonna be something similar to that, but honestly, I haven't really thought about it that much. I'm just like, yeah. mm, it's another mystery. Because we also don't really know that much about it either. Yeah, other yeah. than there was a certain person that was under the thumb of yeah. someone else. Yeah. Can't say what. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. I mean the the big bad was actually probably not the big bad. Apparently, there's there could be someone else above him, which I thought was the case. Yeah. I, I suspected anyway. Yeah, for, just from dialogue. Um, so the big that. bad, I won't say who, in this first case of of season two, mm-hmm. and then there's there's somebody else calling the shots, and we some other kingpin probably. So that would be interesting to find out. So there will be a, a kind of uh, overarching storyline as well that goes through. Probably right till the end. Mm. There's also a new member, new new addition to Taxi, the Rainbow Taxi Gang, mm-hmm. uh, played by Shin Jeha. Now I don't know what his role is yet. Whether he's just working as a taxi driver or whether he's a mole, you know, he's a mole or something or whatever. I mean, I'm I'm watching him now in Crash Course for Romance, and I'm like, I was thinking, is he a good actor? He is. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, he's been in a lot of other things before. He's not that young. Well, how old so, is he? <laughs> I think in his early 30s. Oh, my goodness. Say. I think most people know yeah. him. I, I, thought, I, thought EJ, I thought EJ Hoon was like, as we, as we, as we discussed earlier yeah. today, I thought he was like at least in his early 30s. No, he's in his late 30s. Yeah. I'm, I'm amazed at how young these like, actors look. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot of Korean actors can pass off for youngsters for quite some time, actually. Oh, yeah. I mean, he did play a uh, high schooler, right? A mm. uh, younger version of himself in the previous season. Oh, yes, so, he yeah. did. Went yeah. in, like, flashbacks and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought That's he did right. a pretty good job at it. Yeah. Yeah. He still looks really young. He can oh, yeah. pass off for you. Okay, yeah. <laughs> well, I think we'll wrap up here and mm. uh, bring this conversation to an end. Yep. So, yes, we'll, we'll, we might do this again next yeah. week when um, the next two episodes are aired and we might have a lot more to say oh, as yes. to where the general direction is going but also to just to comment on the mm. uh, third and fourth episode. Okay, thank you for having this chat with me. Yes, thank you. It was, a, it was a very good chat. I hope we can do a really big one at the end of the season, like a really long conversation because, boy, I would probably have a lot of thoughts at the end. 